Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. And then uh, Saturday night on CBS, the NFL playoffs are in primetime. Ryan Tannehill leads the Red Hot Titans into Foxborough for a day with the defending champs. Tennessee takes on New England uh, Saturday night or uh, it's at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on CBS. I don't know what's going on there, Mafia. I'm like reading this differently or something. I don't know what's happening with that read. Uh, Anyway, I'm not worried about it. We all know what's happening, right? Uh, The CBS games, um, Titans in Foxborough, Tennessee takes on New England. That'll be good. Uh, I'm all for it. Uh, So the, the, the... Wild cards are Saturday and Sunday. Uh, what are the games Saturday? Carver High is at the Bills and and uh... both the AFC games are on Saturday. And the NFC are Bills, Sunday. Bills Texans early. Pats Titans late. There you go. Oh, the and the Bills games like four thirty. Yes. All right, and then Sunday's the NFC, and the late game is Seattle and Philly. That is the four forty game. Yeah. All right. Our uh, toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right. Uh, Well, while we're on that subject, the wild cards, um, how do you like your uh, team's chances on the road against uh, Deshaun Watson and Hopkins and uh, J.J. Watt returning. Uh, I, I don't know what to think of him because he could tear his peck again. I have no idea. I mean, he was limited today. Who knows it, what if he's 100% or anything like that going into the game. So, How do you feel about uh, – because I think the uh, – first of all, I, I think the Bills have a great defense. I think they have an adequate uh, offense. I think they have a, a above-average quarterback. I really do think he's above-average. I think he's good. And I, I do think Deshaun Watson is more exciting. Oh, he's better than he's Josh better. Allen, no doubt. So, but I think their defense will level that off a little bit. I do believe that it's almost to me an under. I think it's a uh, it's going to be a, a brawl this See, game. Every Bill game is. I it's going to be a every punch Bill game is a rock fight. Right. Every Bill game. All right. So, do you? Uh, how do you feel about them going in there in the afternoon on Saturday to take on that team on the road? Uh, do you think they uh, can actually pull it off and get it done? I think they can absolutely win the game. Uh, no doubt about it. This was a much better matchup for them than playing the the Chiefs or playing anything like that. This is a, ga- a team that they can slow down enough. The question, just like it is every week with the Bills. You'd rather play them than, let's say, getting stuck with the Patriots. Well, look, I, I well, there, I you probably know them even better. I probably would have liked to play the Pats because I want another crack at them. Right after the tough loss there at Foxborough a couple weeks ago. Right, but uh, this is a a team that I think that the defense can, you know, if they can hold them to fourteen to twenty points, will the Bills score enough? It's the same question every week. Do they have twenty points in them? 
That That's it. Does the Bills' offense have 20 points in it? And I think against that team, they might. Right. I think they can win a 20-17 to 17 type of game. That's what they got to do. Mafia, do you uh, have any faith in uh, the Bills on the road in uh, Houston? Or are you on the Texans? I think I'm on the Texans just because it's on the road, but I think that it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be pretty much up for grabs late in the game. You know, can you put that drive together to win it? Because they're within one score. You know, I don't think either of these teams are going to pull away and just run away with this thing. Both these have good defense. I think the Bills' defense is better. I think Houston's defense isn't what it was after they got rid of Clowney. And, you know, J.J., you don't know what he's going to be coming back. I still think they are a solid defensive team. And against the Bills' offense, that can struggle at times. You know, they can be adequate enough. It's going to be how much the Bills' defense slows down that offense, how much they can contain Watts, and how much they can contain, you know, Hopkins. And that's the question that needs to be answered. I think that they're going to squeak it out, though, the Texans, though, at home. And then the next round will be where they have more trouble. I think the key to this is if Will Fuller plays for the Texans because he's their deep threat. He's their big play guy. I know that Hopkins, he catches everything. He's going to have Trey White on him. Trey White has shut down everybody this year. He's great. He's been great. Not having he may Fuller, be the best corner now in the league. Him and Gilmore. I mean, I think that you know right. those are the guys that you're talking about. If Fuller plays, it adds that element of a deep threat that I don't know if the Bills' second and third cornerbacks are going to be able to to hold that down. And it seems like Watson and Fuller, when he's out there and they have big games, they win. And I think that White will will take care of Hobson. He's going to get his, but he's going to hold him in check. Fuller playing or not playing is the key to me. Yeah, and what is his injury? That uh, what is He's always hurt. He's I couldn't even something. tell you. He's, he's always got something. hurt. He's always hurt. So the, uh, the other game is obviously uh, the Titans and the Patriots. Now, my first reaction is, what did you think? Because I bet on uh, Miami in 16 points on Sunday, and I was loving life watching that football game. I, I got to tell you, I think Ryan Fitzmagic deserves that gig next year. He deserves to be the starting quarterback of the Dolphins. I thought he played fantastic this year for them, to be honest with you. I thought Flores did a great job. The fact that they won in Gillette almost knocked me over. And now, what kind of reaction do they have off of that game that they had to lose the bye and they have to play in a wild card, although they're at home and they're favored, whatever, by four and a half over the Titans, who have just been absolutely kicking everyone's ass lately, playing great football, running the ball down people's throats. Do you believe they can actually go in there and beat the Patriots, who look vulnerable right now, to say the least? Look, uh, this is well documented. It's going to be hard for the Patriots to get back to the Super Bowl this year. They don't go to the Super Bowl when they have to play wild card weekend. They just don't. But do I think it's over this week? I got to see it to believe it. I really do. Ryan Tannehill going into Foxborough on Saturday night and beating the Patriots? I hope it happens, but I got to see it first. So you don't believe it? I got to see it. I got to see it happen. I'm on the, I'm on the Patriots on Saturday night. To, and, and lay in the four and a half. Yeah. And then what about you, Mom? I'm the same way because I feel like everybody's going to be jumping on the Titans right now. After the way that the... The Patriots lost that game last week. They blew their chance. Now they have to go on the road if they can make it to next week. I think a lot of people are throwing dirt on them and thinking, okay, they're done. If they can lose to Miami, the way the Tennessee's hot right now, they're going to lose to the Titans. I think at home it changes things. I think as good as Tannehill has been, you focus on taking away that running game, it changes that team. And I think their defense is good enough, especially with Belichick being there and the, the game planner he is, to say, you know what? We're going to take away Henry. We're going to load the box. We're going to make you beat us, Ryan Tannehill, because we know you. We saw you in Miami. You're not going to beat us, 
And that's how they're going to play it. And I think they're going to squeak out the win. It's going to be ugly, just like a lot of their, you know, back in the day when they weren't the offensive juggernaut that we were used to with guys like Gronkowski or, you know, the years with Moss. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. But I think they're going to get by. So uh, you think they'll get by them, but you don't think they cover the number? Four and a half? You know what? I could see that covering. I could see it be a, you know, a field goal game. So you, you think that, I think that, I can see Tennessee covering. So you but like New the England Titans game. to cover and, and the Patriots to barely beat them? Yes. Wow, that's crazy. All right, so uh, let me ask you this question. Uh, we talked about Ron Rivera. He gets the job. That's fine. Uh, we understand, uh, you know, that finally got done, and, and he's got Jack Del Rio. So, And I think the best thing that's happened in D.C., to be honest with you, is that they finally got rid of Bruce Allen, right? He's been, let's just face facts, a disaster. I mean, a disaster plan. Yeah, that I mean, was the key to this whole turnaround, or turnaround that's trying to happen, because it's been now two coaching staffs that have come through there, and you hear stories about them getting players they didn't want and being forced to play them. Because Allen was in charge and said, well, this is who you're draft, who I'm drafting, and you're playing them. You know, with Shanahan, with RG3, you know, with Haskins this year, with uh, Gruden, that's just been this guy's mo. So him being out of there is huge for them. They need to find somebody that could work with their coaching staff and the rest of the front office now and be in harmony instead of two different factions. So you finally get rid of him. Now I'm hearing that uh, you know. Obviously, th- these changes are real positive. If I'm a Redskins fan, I'm stoked. And remember what uh, Rivera did with Cam Newton, that relationship. Have you seen the way the players love this guy? Like, he is really the coach that the players just love playing for him. So, and when they got rid of him, all those players were devastated. When they got rid of him, they went on, they fell off a cliff. That team went absolutely in the tank and literally fell off a cliff and died like an avalanche. Fumble, fumble. We got to lose football in a football field. Georgia, would have, we got a fumble. So um, the thing is, is that do you think he'll do the same thing with Haskins, that he'll develop Haskins into a winner? Do you believe in Haskins at all? And do you think he can do the same thing he did with Cam Newton, or do you think Cam Newton's just way more talented than Haskins? I think there's a lot more work to be done right. with Haskins than there was with Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton came out his rookie year. He was outstanding. He threw 4,000 yards, rushing touchdowns, the whole deal. Uh, I think that Haskins has a little bit uh, more polishing to be done before he could get to that kind of a level. But I right. think that he showed some signs in the last couple of weeks uh, that he could play. He yeah. can play in the league. He right. just it's, – it's not quite there yet. All right, so uh, if you were the uh, Carolina Panthers and you let this guy go uh, and there's talk of – uh, McCarthy, Josh McDaniels, Eric Bieniemy, uh, and you know uh, Perry Fuel is gonna uh, interview as well. He was the uh, why? I, but I don't even know why he was the interim coach. And then Matt Rule, the Baylor coach. I don't. I, I'm not sure I'm buying that either. Would you uh, lean toward? Uh, you know, would it be McCarthy? Who do you think? Because I think I, I've been saying this already to you tonight. I think McCarthy should be the Giants' choice. I, I do think that's who they should. I have. actually think the Browns are the ones who should go hard after McCarthy. I think that's the kind of guy that they need. They need somebody to stabilize who has done it in the NFL. They cannot keep hiring coaches who have never been head coaches. They have to stop doing it. They're they terrible. Need, They're the I don't, worst organization. I don't care how much it costs those guys. I don't care what they have to Didn't do. Didn't they get rid of Dorsey finally? Yeah. That, I don't, it doesn't matter what the price tag is. They need to bring in somebody who has won in the NFL, who knows how to run an organization. 
A guy and that and is what the power. power. Right. Even like Matt Rule. Like, like the Browns, they're interviewing every single assistant in the NFL, it feels like. Like they're talking to everybody. Who are they not talking to? Guys that have done it. Guys that but have they won. they are going to talk to McCarthy. That, well, then they better because that's who they should hire. That's the choice. I think that Carolina will go with – they'll get somebody like Biennemi. The Giants are going to end up with this rule guy. They're going to give really him the son of the stars. Do you really think this Tepper guy, the new owner that's so aggressive and so intense and so we're not going to tolerate losing, he's going to go after Eric Biennemi or do you think he's going to uh, go after McCarthy? I mean, what do you think, Mafia? Well, they've already gone after McCarthy. They've gotten two interviews with him already. The so question why is, what are, you, right, what are you waiting for? Pull the trigger before someone else gets in there and steals him Because someone's going to steal him. Right, and, and that's what Washington knew. They said, hey, this guy's hot with Rivera. This guy's going to be in, in demand. We need to give him everything he wants so that he just comes in here and takes a job and doesn't go do these interview, interviews. You let McCarthy dangle, he's going to find a better situation and for him, whether it's more power, better players, or whatever. I think I agree with Carver High that he'd be a great choice for Cleveland because you know, some of the things we heard of him at the end of his tenure in Green Bay was that him and – you know, Rodgers weren't necessarily seeing eye to eye. And so he's a guy that's not going to back down. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a franchise quarterback. And that's what they need right now. Baker Mayfield needs someone to check him. He had his buddy who was barely, you know, out of diapers as an offensive coordinator to get the head coaching gig, and it backfired. You need someone to come in there, sit him down, and say, hey, listen, you haven't accomplished a damn thing. I know what you need to do to win. Get to work. If you've interviewed a guy twice already and you haven't hired him and you're talking to other people, that means you don't want to hire that guy. That's what that means. If they're still talking to other people and they've interviewed this guy twice, that means they don't really want to hire him. You're right. Uh, do you think the Giants would be stupid not to hire him? Because I think the Giants want this Matt Rule from Baylor. That's their. That's who they're going after. I, do you really believe that that guy can come run the New York football Giants? Seriously. They love him. Everybody loves this guy. They love him. I think he's perfect where he is. I don't I disagree do with you. I think he's building him into the ground just where he, they are now. I think he's building something really nice at Baylor. Right. Right? I think he, he's rebuilding that program. He's re, he's doing Do you think he's lying real. when he says he's happy there and when your family's Listen, happy, you stick he's with it? He's lying. Him. Money talks. Money talks. All right. And, and, and I got to see this other guy get a job too, right? The defensive coordinator on San Francisco who they show on the sidelines oh, 15,000 times TV. a game. Could they show him anymore Sunday night against oh, the Seahawks? So Did I have painful. to see him anymore? So I don't even watch anymore. All I watch is uh, Premier League, La Liga, and Bundesliga. I don't even watch sports anymore. I just watch soccer. Is that a sport? I love it. I watch so many games. I've watched so many Bayern uh, München games, the uh, Munich, you know, with uh, Landeskowski or whatever his name is, and all these players. I got to tell you, that team with Mueller and them, they are exciting. That is a great uh, soccer team. I like watching them play. And uh, I, w I watch everything. I watch the Premier League till I'm blue in the face. I was watching Man City today. Uh, I watch I watch everything. I watch tons of it. So, And I like the La Liga, too. I think it's kick-ass. And then uh, I don't want to sit and watch the San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator seven million times a night on Sunday night with 5,000 commercials. It is so annoying trying to watch an NFL game. I went to that Jets-Steeler game. They stand around so much waiting for television timeouts, picking their noses. It's embarrassing. It is so painful going to an NFL game. It takes all day. It really is all day. All they do is have television timeouts. Soccer, right? Premier League, I watch the game. 90 minutes. Of soccer, 15 minutes of commercials at halftime. It's perfect. It is so awesome. 
Have you watched that Baron uh, Munich team play? Yes, they're very good. You got to admit, with Mueller and that guy, what's his name, Landis, uh, Landikowski or whatever his name is? Lewandowski. Lewandowski. He's a badass. That guy's a good player, too. And you're in and out in two hours. I mean, that's it. And two the hours guy on Chelsea, Abraham, I like watching him, too. He's really, he's really good, too. Is that guy Moy? He's an old Huddersfield guy. That's on Brighton? Uh, Aaron Moy, yeah. He's a badass. He's still technically our property. He's, he's on loan to Brighton. He's on yeah. loan, but he plays. He's good. He was what well, he got us into the Premier League. He's one of the guys that got he, us. He's there. really good. I Aaron think he's Moy, a good Australian player. player. He's good. Is that where he's from? All right, 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Literally, they've had this uh, David Stern death thing on uh, like NBA TV tonight all night. Uh, apparently... Let's just get down to business here. Our NBA uh, package on the satellite dish has been revoked. So we no longer have the games on. So I can't watch the Suns and Lakers. I wonder if I have it on my ESPN Plus, which I pay for. You Very think, possible. Is that is that possible? I get Very a, possible. Do you think I got a little game going here? Uh, it does not look like it. I do not have that game going. I got Georgia going. It does not appear... No, I do not have that game going. They don't have the rights to it, apparently. Let's see if I'm wrong. Maybe on the on the plus. Oh, I got a little uh, late night, maybe replay of uh, West Brom and Leeds. That's not bad. Uh, I have nothing. Maybe is that a replay of the Winter Classic? No. All right. So, uh, oh, I got your Islander uh, Capital game, didn't they? Islanders won that game. I got a little replay of that. I can plop on yesterday afternoon. So we have no NBA now. I can watch. Not worth it anyway. 30-point game in the second quarter. Lakers blowing them out? Yeah, 58-25 now. All right, Kevin in Texas, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, bro, appreciate you taking my call. Hey, dude. I didn't didn't, uh, didn't hear you mention Jason Garrett's name on that last segment when you're talking about the coaching carousel. Yeah. It either leads me to believe you think – well, I'll say this. We have mentioned him tonight. We did talk about the fact that uh, they haven't made a decision. They've had these meetings. Uh, they're allegedly having another one tomorrow. He's already had multiple meetings. They were allegedly supposed to have one today or something. It didn't happen. They're, now they're having it tomorrow. Who cares? All I know is that these guys, Carver I Mafia told me that they ha- his contract is not up yet. It's up on like the 14th or something like that. I'm surprised, I'll be perfectly honest, I am surprised they haven't fired him already. They, they lost the division. They didn't make the playoffs. It's an utter failure at this point. It's not going to change. they got to make a change. Yeah, but it's run what, its course. Like, they're going to talk again tomorrow. What more is there to talk about? How many times are you going to talk to them? Yeah, you I went 8-8 eight, eight this year. You, like, what do you want to do? Yeah, I don't know why they haven't let him go. Would somebody else hire him? Garrett. Would the Giants hire, hire Garrett? I bet you that they would. Uh, if you, they don't get rule, I bet you that's where they go next. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? You think they're going to hire him? If the Giants don't get rule, you watch. They'll go. They, I think rule is the Giants' first choice. I still think, uh, as I said before, I think it's uh, McCarthy. Now, you think he's going to Cleveland. I'm saying I don't think he's going to Cleveland. They're not very smart there. I'm saying <laughs> if I was Cleveland, they're going to hire some another guy who's on his first job. They, Wait, that's who they always who are those hire. Those hot chicks at the Baylor game. Did you, you see? Never that? figure it out. Wait a minute. Did you just see that student body section? What is going on there? I just saw three hot blondes. Wasn't there a, a band? Three non-blondes. Anyway, um, all I know is you're right about Cleveland. I have to say, uh, and I love the fans in Cleveland. We're on in Cleveland, so let's be clear. I'm a I'm a big fan of you guys. You guys 
you know, cracked me up. I think you're fantastic fans. I really do. I think you're a great sports town. But, uh, you know, that being said, I take great pleasure. I, I have to tell you, I lather up in it. That Do you remember the nonsense that I put up with Carver High from training camp on? All I heard about was that the Cleveland Browns were going to win the Super Bowl and that uh, more betters than anyone else, more betters bet on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl than any other team in the NFL. Do you know how much money the sports books in Las Vegas and New Jersey made on people, stupid people, making that bet? I mean, do you understand how much money they made off of your stupidity? Let me tell you something. I have said unequivocally five million times, have I not, that they're the worst franchise in the NFL in terms of losing. All they do is lose. Who loses more than them? I mean, honestly, the Jets made title games. The, the Jets were in title games, and, and the Browns have been in them 35 years ago. So I don't want to hear it. All they do is lose. The last time they made it was 2002. Is that right? Is that right? So that's... 18 years. They suck emphatically year after year after year. They're terrible. This year they were supposed to win the Super Bowl. Win the Super Bowl is the funniest thing I've ever heard. We used to joke. Oh, we said they won less games this year than last year because they were 7-8-1. and one. Now they're, what were they? 6-10. Uh, uh, six 6-10. And and they're so pathetic. And, and, then, uh, and then I hear after the season, Landry goes, we needed leadership. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. And then uh, uh, Freddie got fired, which you knew was inevitable. And then the fact of the matter is they are worse now than they were, like we said, last year. But every year is the same story. All they do is lose. All they do is lose. And they, they just com completely suck year after year and never get it done. And then... Their idea of good hires is Fred Kitchens. And then they interview every assistant on the face of the earth that no one's ever heard of. And that's their idea, I guess, of a cheap four-year deal where they can pay some guy millions to fire him and pay him out like they're going to do with Fred. And then they don't make the power move of hiring someone that matters. And the fact that they say, and listen, is there anyone cockier than Baker Mayfield in the NFL arguing with fans. He was arguing with fans on Sunday. Did you see him getting into it with fans in the tunnel? That he was going to beat some guy's ass? Come down here and I'll teach you a lesson. Listen, dude, you suck too. So stop blaming the media for how bad you suck. And then Odell Beckham's not happy. Landry's not happy. No one's happy there. That's because all you do is lose. And then you point fingers and blame everybody else around you. It's a culture of losing. It's a loser organization. That's all they do is lose. And let, listen, the Steelers are no better this year. They didn't make it. So I'm a Steeler fan. They didn't make it. I went to watch the Steelers play the Jets. It was the most pathetic performance I've ever seen from an NFL team. Literally, in my view, it was like watching a team. They may have had like five first downs the whole game. They threw a Hail Mary at halftime for a touchdown. But literally, that was the only play they did the entire day that worked. And that guy, let me say, Duck Dynasty, you suck so bad, dude. Honestly, go live in the woods and shoot animals or something. I don't know what you do with your hunting and your duck calls, but you're the worst quarterback I've ever seen. And uh, Mason Rudolph, he's injured again. What a nightmare watching the Steelers' offense. I wanted to puke. I paid $1,500 to sit on the 50-yard line at that disaster and another five in food at that crappy stadium, and it was the worst day of my life. You suck, too. You and the Browns should be lovers. Instead of rivals, lovers is what you should be. You both suck. Does that cover it, Carver High, in terms of, like, getting around the story, in terms of on, on all sides of it? Pretty much. Thanks. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench.
So the wild cards are this weekend. Farrellandabench.com is on fire. I'm all over it. We hit both of the national championship semifinal games. I went 8-0 Saturday in uh, bowl bets. Not too shabby. Get all of the picks throughout the playoffs. Farrellandabench.com does it all. Pro and college hoops, hockey, boxing, MMA, best price, best picks, best return. Farrellandabench.com. Sign up today. You won't be disappointed. Hide the money from your wife. Anthony in Baltimore, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. I was wondering if you watched the Tank Davis fight Saturday night. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, he looked great. I mean, what are you going to say? He's a badass. He he definitely is. You are correct. But I saw that Gamboa came out on Sunday and said he tore his Achilles in the second round and told his corner to tape him up, and he wanted to go back out and fight. So I have to give him a lot of credit for that. Fair enough. Um I still don't think he would have um, uh, beaten uh, Davis. You know, I think he's a a great fighter. He's a star in the making. He's one of the hottest boxers in the business right now. I think he's got a lot of talent. Uh, We've seen a lot of him in Vegas uh, and everywhere else, Dallas, L.A., at all the fights. He's always there uh, making his, uh, you know, presence felt. Uh, I think he's a really uh, good young fighter. Uh, He's a stud. I think he would have won the fight even if he didn't get injured. I didn't know he got injured. I didn't know anything about that. I just saw him uh, finish him off and, and hurt him badly. So I think it, it, whether he did it or not, uh, whether he got injured or not, I think he was in for a beating, and so do you. Um, quick second question real quick. Right. Curious what you feel is going to happen next year when it's Roethlisberger versus Lamar. I know you're a Steelers fan. I think Lamar is going to take us to the Super Bowl this year. But next year, it's going to be a different road to the uh, end of the AFC North. Well, I think that even as uh, you look at uh, going down the road like that is insane. But I'll say this. I think that Lamar Jackson now is a better quarterback and more exciting. And the Ravens are better off. Uh, They certainly have a better team than the Steelers. And uh, they've proved it all year. And uh, they proved it again on uh, last weekend. Uh, I bet on the uh, Ravens in that game emphatically. I was like, listen, the the Steelers have no chance in this game. They can't even get a first down, let alone their quarterback is so awful. that He's like a high school quarterback. I watched the kid play. He looks like a high school quarterback. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it from anybody in Pittsburgh. Don't tell me he's got any kind of – he shouldn't even be in the NFL. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, he just looked terrible. And it it got worse by the minute. And I got to tell you, I think Lamar is better. Look, Ben's older. Ben's been injured. He's been tore up. He's got a great arm. The guy can sling it 500 yards a, a week. No, no questions asked. But all around tangibles, running the ball, uh, getting first downs, making big plays on third and fourth down, uh, passing it even. You can't even deny anymore that the guy can throw the ball. So Lamar Jackson, you know, they're odds on favors to go to the Super Bowl. Now all of a sudden, Ben Roethlisberger is better than him. I like Ben. I love Ben. I, the Steelers would be way better off with Ben Roethlisberger coming back from elbow surgery than they would with these hacks they've been playing with. But I don't believe they're going to be better than the Ravens. Not right now. I can't I can't buy it. Because I thought the Steelers looked so average. I said it. I went to their game. They looked so average. And then I watched the Bills beat them on Sunday Night Football, and that was easy. I mean, that guy, uh, your cornerback, ate them alive. And it's because they have a, a really a boring Terrible offense, and, you know, Juju, what does he play, once a month? And then James Conner's soft. He never plays. Uh, you know, let's just face facts. He never plays. And when he does, he gets injured every time he plays. So get rid of him. Okay, I'm done feeling sorry for him. Everybody loves him in Pittsburgh. I get all that. 
That's fine. So make him an ambassador of the team or something because he can't play football. He doesn't play anymore. The guy never plays, right? And when he does, he gets injured. It's the same old story. So I need guys that make plays and that score touchdowns. And that's just all there is to it. I don't need all these other guys that have nice nicknames, nice names, nice shoe deals, and nice rap albums. I need guys to make plays and score touchdowns. And they don't have that. Right now, they suck. Carver, you can't even tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I think the Beating one thing— Beating them was easy for the Bills. One thing that you have to think about when you go to next year is, of course, he's— First of all, is he going to be 100%? He's coming off an arm injury. You know, he feels like he's going to be ready. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Is he going to be the old Ben? Let's also remember, you know, look at the other guys that he came out in the draft with. All of a sudden, they're all washed, right? Right. Eli's done. Rivers is done. They're washed. They're all washed. That means, you know what? He's close. It's getting. T- it's going to get there. And now he's got this injury that he's missed the whole year from. So this is, you know, you got to, is it going to be better than what they gave so you So he's year? close to the edge. I think you got to temper expectations next year with him. That's all. I think you got to come out and see what happens. And not think you're going to get the big bed throwing 4,500 yards next year. I don't know if that's happening. I actually thought that uh, Rudolph played better in the Jet game until he got injured than uh, Rudolph's better than Hodges. Than Hodges, so he is better than him. So I don't mind him, but he's not ready for prime time. He's not ready for the NFL. Not ready to start. I don't think either guy is. Neither one of them. He needs to stand around for a while longer, learning. Because when he's in there, I don't trust him either. Every time he drops back, I'm scared to death. No, it's tough. But I just think you know you just gotta be realistic about what Ben is going to give you next year until you see it happen. Right. I really do. And uh, I got to tell you, I was watching him uh, at the Jet game on the sideline with his whole – he has, like, the headset on and the jacket and everything. He looks Still just, got that beard going, beard. too. He I looks mean, like just absolutely – honestly, looks like a fat ass right looks now. miserable, too. He looks miserable and fat. No, I get it. He's not playing, so he's out of shape. But he just looks like a mess. He looks like, he looks like a um, – he looks like a bear standing on the sideline. He's so big. I mean, seriously. It was crazy. So uh, it's 26-14 Georgia going to the fourth. Any shot here at all for uh, Baylor? Because they were, you know, they were down 19 nothing. They fought their way back in this game. Do you give them any chance of actually pulling it off, Mafia? I do not. I think they dug themselves too big a hole to come back from. So they've already come back from 16 nothing or 19 nothing, and they've dominated the second half. I know they gave up a score, but they've scored 14. If they score another one, they're within six or five, whatever it is. They're going to make it closer, but I don't think they're going to get all the way back. I think Georgia's going to do enough to hold on. I think they're going to go into stall mode and just hold on to this lead now. And just shut it down. Shut it down, do as much as they can just to hold. They're not going to go wild. They're not going to get you know crazy with the offense and try to put up a bunch more points. They're just going to try to run that clock as much as they can. So, do you remember what the the line was in that game? Originally, the line in that game was seven and a half. Do you think they'll cover? That might be in a little bit of jeopardy. Yeah, that might be in in jeopardy. What do you think, Carver? I, Baylor with a chance here and a fourth to come back. I sure hope not. I'm yeah. on Georgia. I'm on Georgia too. So I'm just sitting here looking at all the um, the betting. I'm looking at all the angles for uh, the NHL tomorrow. There's a lot of games. Your team's playing. Yes, Isles Devils playing. tomorrow night. Out at uh, is the it Barclays or at the Coliseum? I went to see the Devils and the Leafs. I saw that. 
I was at that game. Nine goals I got to see. You got an exciting, exciting game you got to go a little, to. A little overtime I saw. I think, uh, who was it? Had Tavares that? had a goal that night. Yeah, right? he had a goal. But I think, who's the one guy? Cal, do they got some guy? The Is, Devils won that game? No, the uh, Leafs, Leafs won, won in overtime. overtime. Nylander with the Nylander, winner? No, I think that was it. He had the winner. So there you go. Now, David in uh, Georgia, you're on CBS Sports Radio. David. Yes. You're on. What's going on, Pharrell? Hey, man. Uh, I have been uh up and down about this Clinton deal, you know. Uh, but uh, about five weeks ago, Mafia, they told me, that don't worry about them dropping down to number five. They're going to be back. Well, the way I look at it is that LSU can't run. Against Clemson. Fair enough, but so, who needs to run it when you throw for 500 yards a game? Well, now, when, he, when you get one-dimensional, Clemson's going to pick off some balls. Yeah, listen, so, uh, they, they got the job done against Ohio State. Let's calm down. I'll give you this. Clemson doesn't lose. They All they do is win. What is it, 29 in a row? And that's why they'll win next Monday. Betting against them is a dangerous way to make a living. You think they're going to beat LSU? I do. I'm on Clemson. I think they're going to win. I think they're the best team in college football. I think LSU, obviously, has had an unbelievable year. But man-to-man, first guy on the roster to the last, Clemson is the better football team. Heart of a champion like Dabo kept throwing around there that night when they were down uh, 16-0 Ohio State. They're the better team. They're going to find a way. It's going to be a good game, and they're going to win it. Mafia, are you buying this that Clemson's the better team? I'm not right now. I think they're a great team. Obviously, we saw the way they can, you know, they have that championship pedigree. We saw what they could do against Ohio State, where it didn't matter that they got down, they could come back and they win it. I don't think you can do that against LSU. That's going to be something that they're going to have to come out strong, come out hot right away. I don't think they can, you know, come to the slow start and then Trevor Lawrence pick it up. I think if you do that against LSU, you're going to find yourself like Oklahoma, down big and no chance of coming back. I know Clemson is much better than Oklahoma. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's going to get to that degree where they're going to get the doors blown off them. But I think if you find yourself down two touchdowns to LSU, you're not coming back. You're in big trouble. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Oklahoma had a really bad showing in the semifinals. They do every time. Every time because they're a great offensive team who never has a defense worth a lick. I know this year they you know, were bragging about how they got the rankings up for them. Like They went from like 200th to like 22nd. But I, you know, I said it when I was here on Christmas. If you want to win the national title, you got to be in the top 10. you got to be in the top five defensively. You can't be a team like Oklahoma that plays shootout football and never stop anybody. And I'm also tired of this with Oklahoma. This is the second year in a row now they've been blasted in the semifinal. If this would have happened at Notre Dame, they'd still be talking about how they didn't belong being there. They'd still be talking about it. Oklahoma, you hear nothing. They got absolutely whacked by LSU, but because they're mighty Oklahoma, they've been whacked now two years in a row. Alabama killed them last year. LSU but killed them this year. But nobody ever rips them. But nobody ever rips them. But if that would have happened Notre to Notre Dame, all you would have heard is about how they don't belong there. They should be in a conference, and they should do that. Oklahoma has been embarrassed in the semifinals the last two years. I agree. Embarrassed. I agree with you. Uh, if it was Notre Dame, they'd be d- dragged by they'd a truck. They'd still be talking about it. They'd drag them by a truck. Stop putting them in the game. They never win. Nobody says anything bad about Oklahoma. All they talk about is Lincoln Riley's going to the Cowboys. Greatest coach ever. They've been whacked two years in a row in that semifinal.
All right, so, and what's the deal? Oh, so Marone uh, kept his job. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up, Kurt Heelan. We'll talk a little NBA rack and the passing of the legendary David Stern, the former commissioner of the league. 855-2124-CBS is for all on a bench on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.